Father, we thank you for the word that comes to us across the centuries and speaks into our lives today. May our hearts be open to receive all that you have for us and all that you will do through us and in us, that we might become more like Christ and live his risen life. Amen. And just to think this morning about the two words that Jesus uses in this passage and uses in other passages as well. His invitation or his call or his command to his disciples to watch and pray. To watch and pray. And I think he's talking about them together not just as separate things. The watching and praying as part of the way that we move forward with him in life. Jesus says in that passage on his teaching around his second coming, be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that's about to happen, that you may be able to stand before the Son of man. And he's talking about a time of great turmoil, a great pressures, a great uncertainties. The press was caught up uh, on Monday morning with pictures of Theresa May in a black and black umbrella in the rain going to church, seeking divine help was the sort of ironic headlines. And I thought to myself, here's a woman who is under huge pressure in times of massive uncertainty with so much on her mind and yet she chooses to go to church. She's watching what's happening around her and within her and she's praying who knows what she was praying how she was praying in that service maybe she was just caught up in the liturgy and the worship just gave herself to God and placed herself and all her anxieties into God's hands we don't know but she's a woman who has that commitment and faith to watch and to pray and however people think about her and her leadership, I don't think there's much debate about her resilience and the capacity to keep on keeping on in the face of such turmoil. And where does that resilience come from? Where does that strength come from? Maybe she's been praying Psalm 121 quite regularly as well. But Jesus intends all his disciples to be people who watch and pray, be always watching and praying. What does he mean, therefore, for us to be doing? Let's look at those two words just for a moment in a bit more detail. Watch. 
What he's meaning in that, using that word is alert, being alert, being alive, like a sentry on duty, especially at night, a night watchman, who makes sure that not every sense is used to be alert to what may be coming around. I remember when I was very little, I was sent to watch for the visitors who were about to arrive. And on our landing, my dad had built a, a little uh, sort of seat, a special seat high up by a window that they called Joe's Nest. And I used to go and sit on that. Now I was posted to get out of the way for all the clearing up that needed to be done, I think it was. And I was to shout whenever I saw the visitors' cars coming. They're here! And everybody would get around. But I remember just watching. I love watching. I love watching birds. I love watching the river flow by. I love watching the clouds going over the mountains. It brings something of an aliveness to me and in my heart because I'm taking in the things that I'm seeing and absorbing. Jesus told the parable of the fig tree he said, as you watch the fig tree, you'll see certain signs and it'll start to bloom and, and come bud and then the leaves will come out and you know that summer is coming. Just watch nature and you'll see how it tells you things that are about to happen. Well, we have a huge vista to watch, to watch the world through the world wide web, through the world wide television. We have programs called News Watch. We can watch everything. And we can see and become alive to the issues of justice, of joy, of war and peace, of nature and technology, the wonders that are around and the tragedies that are there before our eyes and in our ears every day. And it's vital that we do watch the world and see what's happening and take it in. But it's also vital that we watch our own lives, not in a selfish way, but in a way that we're alert to the things that are going on within us. Our health, our physical health, our mental health, to try and discern when the pressures are getting, we need to take action, we need to have a break, we need to step out of things, we need to refresh. Times when we need to engage because we think, oh, I'm a bit bored with this, you know. I can get a bit fed up with life. It's a time then to maybe take action and engage with things more fully. We need to think about our reactions and our moods. Sometimes when I'm with people and they've asked me to mentor them uh, occasionally, which I do with some clergy and lay people, um, there are questions that one can ask about particular incidents that might have happened. So we go through those questions to help them to see perhaps more clearly what is going on. What happened is the first question. How did I respond to the circumstances in the moment? What do I think or feel about that experience now? What have I learnt through it? Very good question. What is God bringing to my attention? 
and what should I do as a result of that? Maybe a better question is, what could I do? Thinking of various options and then ask, what should I do? Asking questions about life, asking questions about ourselves that help us to watch carefully are vital to what it means to live the life and learn to live it well. We need to be on the watch because, as Paul puts it in Ephesians and in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, we are not wanting to be unaware of the schemes of the enemy, the spiritual powers of darkness that seek to drag us in directions away from God. And we can very easily be blinded by the one who seeks to keep us from seeing the truth and life as it is through God's eyes. One of the things that we can so easily do, especially around Christmas, is miss moments. Miss moments of magic. I can use that word, but you know what I mean. So often we can live at Christmas time with regrets for the past or fears for the future and we miss the moment now that is God's gift to us. And sometimes for me happens when I come back from the midnight communion service and uh, just or sit by the Christmas tree when I come in. Everybody else has gone to bed. Usually a glass of sherry and a mince pie for Santa. And I'll sit there just with the Christmas tree lights on. I'll just have a few moments. That's a magic moment. It's being present to Christmas and what it really means. And so often Satan will carry us along in a way of activity and commercialism and stuff and we miss the real meaning of this moment. It's my prayer for Christmas that we will all as a nation, as a world, watch and pray that we might not miss those moments. So we look at the world, we watch our own lives, we watch how we're engaging in the present. But we also, and most particularly, seem to watch, a call to watch Jesus. In Hebrews, we read those words of the writer calling his hearers, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, of our faith, we watch Jesus so that our faith may be perfected. And he's described as the one who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him. Watch his life. Watch how he reacted. Watch how he proacted. Pro Consider him who endured so much opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary or lose heart. Now there's a passage for all of us who are struggling with life. We need to look and watch the life of Jesus so that we might not grow weary or lose heart. Because he 
perfects our faith. He's the author of it and the one who refines it, makes it possible for us to learn what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. What it means to learn to become like him in every aspect of our lives. Jesus says, watch me. And a true disciple will not take their eyes off Jesus, revealed in the scriptures and communicated to us through the saints and through the Spirit's enlightenment. So we watch, but we also at the same time pray. Jesus used that phrase, didn't he, in the Garden of Gethsemane with his disciples. Stay with me. Remain here with me, he said. Watch and pray that you may not fall into temptation. For he said the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, as they'd fallen asleep. Their flesh hadn't enabled them to keep focus on praying, of being present with Jesus in his hour. For his hour had come. This was his hour of need. And they'd let that which was overtaking them, that was tiredness, stop them praying. We're called to overcome all the things that seek to stop us praying. And there are thousands every day. And to keep alert. And to, as we go, pray just in that communion with the Lord, be aware of his presence and seek the Spirit of God to give us discernment, discipline, determination to be committed as his faithful disciples in the whole of our lives. Which brings us back, really, to quite a number of weeks ago when I started speaking about the significance of prayer on Thursday mornings. Do you remember that passage from John 15? The whole thing about abiding, remaining in Christ, abiding in the vine. Recognising that without being in that place of connectedness to Jesus, we cannot bear the fruit that the potential, that, that we all have the potential to bear to make a difference in this world, to reveal the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control that speaks of Jesus in our everyday lives so that others may see something of Christ and come to know him and his love for themselves. May we be people who watch and pray Maybe this Christmas, being particularly alert to those we might invite, those who might be seeking, asking questions, wanting themselves to find something more than just living day to day in the world that can sometimes seem empty and meaningless. They are there, living next to you and me. Let us watch for opportunities to engage and to watch what 
Jesus is doing in their lives so that we might play a small part in helping others to find that life that is received through faith in Jesus. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you for the incredible privilege of being called to be your disciples. So may we hear your word to us as you spoke to them, to watch and pray. That as we enter into this season of Christmas, we might be those who live in the present and to take the opportunities that you give us to live fruitfully for your glory. Amen.